0: Hello, I'm Erin Bremer wright and thank you for joining me for the Strength and Vulnerability podcast, an inspiring, motivational, and positive show that highlights the awesome things women are contributing to the world through the lens of vulnerability. Vulnerability is often seen as a weakness, but it actually takes great strength to allow oneself to be vulnerable and go for what you want in life. So join me as I chat with women who found their strength and vulnerability. Today my guest is Julie Brett. Julie is an actor, producer, and editor in Los Angeles, California. Thank you so much, Julie, for being a guest on our show. Thank you for having me. Now, Julie, I truly believe that being an actor requires great strength and, of course, vulnerability. Absolutely. And I want to kind of jump off into the audition process because I think that definitely requires you to present yourself and be open in front of a wide variety of people, for sure, technically there to judge you.
1: Technically, yes. Uh, But you know, it's funny, because the uh, vulnerability that you're talking about for the audition process comes a little bit less from the people in the room Mm. than from yourself. I find that... The judgment I have of myself mm-hmm. in the audition is a little bit stronger than any of anything they're going to present to me. Because they don't really say anything in the room. Oh. But when I get nervous before I go in, I'm always afraid of almost what I think of what's going to happen. Oh. Yeah, and they're secondary to that. What do you, Can you dive in a little bit further in terms of what you're afraid of internally about what's going to happen? What do you mean by that? I've never been afraid of being bad. Oh, in an audition. I, I don't really worry about that, but I'm afraid of being not good. If that, okay. If that <laughs> makes sense. Like, like, okay. <clears throat> I want to be brilliant. They have this, um, phrase when you're around the acting world a bit called you have to book the room. Mm. You don't worry about booking the audition or getting the role. You worry about making the people in the room impressed with you. Mm. And so I don't worry about being bad, but I worry so very much about them being impressed that's actually probably more of a problem, I guess, than (laughs) than anything else, because I want to book the room. I want them to call me back over and over and over again.
0: So how do you prepare for something like that, knowing that you're going in and you need to impress the room, Mm. essentially?
1: I think, uh, I think it's just mind over matter perspective. Mm -hmm. I've been on the other side where I've been in the audition room and watching actors come in. Right, right, right. And it's so very different than what the actor experiences, because you're not really judging them in the way that you would think mm. they're being judged. Mm. You're not sitting there going, they better be good. You're just sitting there and watching to see what they're going to do. I see. And so if I go in and I remember that, that mm. I, when the, somebody walks through the door, I'm not saying, let's see if they're good. Mm. Then it, mm. But it's hard to remember that obviously when you're, yeah. when you're the one in the spotlight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course.
0: And even prior to going into the audition room, I know that the onset of um, going into these types of auditions, you oftentimes encounter people that look very similar to yourself. For sure. So I imagine it requires you to be very self-reflective, and that would provoke, I would imagine, some insecurities potentially, and you'd have to get past that and allow yourself to be more open and vulnerable to knowing that your competition really looks very similar to you.
1: Yeah, well, it's super interesting because it can be either it can be sometimes uh, uplifting as well oh. because um the only times i feel vulnerable against what other people look in the room is when i don't think i'm right for the role mm-hmm. like i'll go in for a mother who's in her late 30s early 40s mm-hmm. and i'll look around like all oh, these people look more like that than me mm-hmm. when i think i'm right for the role and i walk in and i see these women mm-hmm. and especially if some of them are beautiful i go oh, I look like that, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you like that, yeah. but, but it is hard, but if I'm already feeling vulnerable about the part, mm-hmm. I already think, oh, I don't, I don't know if this is right for me, mm-hmm. then I compare myself negatively, but if I think I have it, mm-hmm. and I go, ah, oh, this is correct, I look like this, and then you feel good, because you go, oh yeah, I, I fit, I could get this role. Interesting. Yeah. So. so
0: you're very self-aware, it seems, in terms of like Probably how you
1: t- too self-aware, I bet. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think more so than most. I mean, acting, I would imagine, it forces you to be, really.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's important to... You don't get a lot of feedback when you're mm. an actor. They don't tell you why you did or didn't get the role or whatever happens. Oh. So you're supposed to only be based off of your own judgment and opinion about what you've been doing mm. and that's what i mean sometimes this vulner, this the afraid feeling you have going into the audition is more about what you're going to think of yourself just because mm. i'm the only one who's going to have an opinion mm-hmm. that gets mm-hmm. stated mm-hmm. so and i know what i was attempting to do but that's another thing in terms of accepting the vulnerability of the situation is just being open to the experience as mm. it happens because you can't control how mm-hmm. it goes mm-hmm. so. and how you feel.
0: <laughs> and I imagine too, being in a, be, as an actor, um, especially in Los Angeles, you are up against people of all different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. right? And I remember we were speaking earlier about a specific audition you went into and there are various auditions happening. Yeah. And you were next to, I want to say, a six-foot Scandinavian model yes. type of person. Can you talk a little bit about seeing someone who clearly is in every way, shape, and form cut out to be a supermodel and the type of anxiety she felt compared to the type of anxieties you had going through this audition process, which again, I don't think... When we see actors on film, we even consider the process it took for them to get there. Oh, for sure. And it starts off not only with the trainings, but then the auditions and then actually getting cast into
1: it. Well, that was a big moment in terms of understanding that all of this stuff is based on your own perspective Mm -hmm. of yourself, of the Mm -hmm. situation. Because I was going in for an audition where I play an average woman, Mm -hmm. as I so often do. Mm -hmm. And next door there was like a BMW commercial and they had just scads of actual supermodels and models in there. Mm. And I was sitting there waiting and she was like a five foot nine blonde, skinny, perfect woman. Mm. She sits down next to me in a little mini skirt and she's scanning and she has this accent. And she sits down and she's adjusting, she's fiddling and I'm just sitting there not worried at all. Mm. She looks around she's like, there's so many beautiful women. And she was so stressed out. It didn't matter that she was the most stunning woman on mm. the planet. She mm. was only seeing... What these mm. other women looked like mm. and it was a big moment of like self-acceptance because me in my position next to her mm. i didn't feel bad about myself i felt better than she did yeah. because i was exactly what i needed to be for my audition yeah so and she didn't feel up to what she needed to do i guess it was a big uh it was a really interesting moment. I was kind of like, oh, my God. Yeah. It Our fears and our nervousness are, are self-projected, I think, most of the time. That's definitely an aha moment, yeah. I would say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think just coming to that realization,
0: I don't think the majority of women truly realize that just because you, you know, socially look beautiful mm-hmm. you're necessarily going to admit that and know that you are beautiful it all yep. depends on how you perceive Once all
1: perspective right. you could be even treated like you're a model uh, you know she was a professional model mm. and still not feel as beautiful as the other models mm. so i don't know you
0: mm. just have to be open to everything yeah <laughs>
1: yeah
0: um, well i want to Continue talking about auditions, because I think this process is fascinating. <laughs> um, can we talk a little bit about... I know you were in a mini commercials, but um, in particular, Spray commercial, where I understand going through the audition process, it required you to do a little bit of improv. For sure. And now, improv specifically, I have such great respect for because going into it, you can prepare all you want, but really you're put on the spot 100%. Mm -hmm. And if you are not open to the process and you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable and be on the fly and take any suggestion and just kind of roll with it, Mm -hmm. you're really setting yourself up for failure. so
1: And this one I think was kind of particular because usually they give you some sort of idea of what you're gonna be playing within. Mm -hmm. Like I've had an improv with children That's the worst. Because, I mean... That sounds very difficult. Awful, awful. Um, Especially if they're nervous. Like, I've had to do... Most commercials nowadays, you have some lines, but a lot of it is Mm improv. But improv within a very tight scenario. Mm -hmm. And usually for only a few seconds. So it's actually very simple. Mm -hmm. And um, this one was interesting because they didn't actually give us much of a scenario before we went into the room. Mm -hmm. And all I knew, I was supposed to be a mean flight attendant. And... It's so funny because the guy who was directing was like, okay, I want you to improv being a mean flight attendant. You can say something like, and he said Mm -hmm. what I could say something like. He's like, someone else said this and it was very funny. Mm -hmm. And say something like that. And I was like, okay. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) All I said is exactly what he said. I got the (laughs) rule. You literally said the same? I said the exact thing he said to me. I just repeated it back. And he was like, oh, my God, hysterical. Got the (laughs) rule. Wow. That one was being open to the suggestion. Yeah, of course. reading the situation, I guess. But, yeah, isn't that weird? That is weird. (laughs) Wow. But I've had other ones where it's a little bit less. uh, They don't give you the answers as easily. uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Wow. Um, speaking of getting the role, I want to talk a little bit about that journey. So you go through the audition process, you get cast Mm -hmm. and now you're on camera. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about the preparation in terms of being on camera and you have a crew of people behind you watching you, telling you, directing you what to do, Mm -hmm. how, how do you prepare yourself to get into that type of situation? Or are you already prepared because the getting through the audition itself is enough That
1: to me is the most vulnerable. Not the preparation, not all of the work that you put into it, but that moment, right before you're about to go, Mm -hmm. and the camera's about, and they're doing, they're getting everything set up, and they're like, lights, roll, action. Mm -hmm. Like that moment right before you start, to me is the most vulnerable, because nobody's necessarily seen what you're going to do yet, because when Mm. you're um, not the lead, Mm -hmm. they don't really do much with you. Mm. Like, I've been in a movie where I had a pretty significant scene with the lead actress. They didn't direct me. They didn't rehearse with me. We just got up and we did it. And I had to just go. And she had been acting all day. So that moment when I was about to go and everyone's waiting, I go, oh my God, is this correct? Am I doing this? Is everything right? Mm -hmm. And then I just have to trust. That to me is the most vulnerable but then once you do it again and again and again Mm. or if you get a chance to Mm. then of course you even out Mm -hmm. yeah but that right there is like even when I'm thinking right here right when everyone's getting quiet and they're like settle on set and they go rolling 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 right before he says action you go oh my god this (laughs) is it this is the moment this This is is what I worked you know essentially
0: my entire life for and this is what I'm working towards continuously Yeah, yeah that to me is
1: like the premier moment of what it feels like to be an actor, right? Mm. It's the fear and excitement and all of that. So So
0: Julie, how does it feel after you go through this audition process, you went through being on camera and Mm -hmm. now you're seeing yourself on screen. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about seeing yourself and do you find yourself to be judgmental Mm -hmm. or do you feel proud or what type
1: of emotions do you go through? Uh, Mostly I'm critical of the, the craft of how it was presented mm. how it was edited together could i have been more heightened and more bold in my choices mm. uh physically not so much because as i said about the story with the scandinavian model mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was a really big aha moment i realized if i'm not going to be a model on film and i don't really have to worry about my physical appearance as much mm. um, if I'm playing average women, then it doesn't really matter if I'm stunningly gorgeous or how I'm lit. And and I consider myself a character actress, and so those imperfections, I think, should be used to an advantage. Since I don't think I'm necessarily going to compete with the most gorgeous woman in LA, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my physical imperfections, I think, could help me can be more I, unique.
0: <laughs> can I just say... That is amazing. That, I, I'm so inspired by what you're saying because (laughs) I don't know, I don't think anyone really assumes an actor in Los Angeles feels that way (laughs) about herself. I think
1: if you've been doing this for long enough, you get into the state of, of, you either fail or you adapt. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this for a while and so mm-hmm. I, if I keep thinking about it in the same way, the same way, the same way, you mm-hmm. will suffer and probably won't continue on. Mm-hmm. But it, if after every moment you rethink and retool yourself, mm-hmm. then I think you have more staying power. And, and there's really no uh, benefit to being too hard on yourself in terms of that. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Anything that I find uh, limiting about myself, later on I found was possibly a tool. I mean, in my personality, mm-hmm. in my personal mm-hmm. life, in my physicality, mm-hmm. it can be a tool to use, be to be used to make yourself stand out in some way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because if we're all cookie-cuttered, then nobody stands out. Right, right, so, absolutely. Yeah, so that's my theory. Yeah. Know, that's just my thought on it and, mm. you know.
0: And one might say that it's easy for you to say that, knowing that you've been, you know, in films and commercials, et cetera. But what about going through the process of an audition that you don't get? How do you get yourself? <laughs> well, I mean, going in, you, you really have to open up and, and allow yourself to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and then essentially It's a rejection when Mm -hmm. you don't get the call back or they don't, Mm -hmm. they tell you don't have the part. And to bring yourself back to that positive place, what, what does it take to get there? What are the steps for you Mm -hmm. to get there? Uh,
1: I think a lot of actors have went through a lot of rejection. You get very, very, not used to it, but you get very, um, I think you develop tools in order to, Mm. to use it. And mine is, a extreme self-reflection, mm, mm. Uh, if, if I hear nothing, mm-hmm. asking myself, well, what can I learn from that process? What can I improve on? Mm-hmm. What was it that held me back? But then sometimes, of course, you have no control because mm-hmm. what held you back was that you were too short or your, your eyes were too far apart. or mm. your, I heard one producer at one point, somebody said told a story about how their gums showed too much when they smiled. So then, wow. get the part. So you sometimes you just have to let it go, um, but usually I take the opportunity to, to analyze whether I was happy personally mm. with how I performed, mm, and definitely. if I wasn't, and that's usually the source of my despair, is mm-hmm. not getting is not not getting the role, but whether I did poorly in my own opinion, mm. and if I do think I did poorly, what can I do to fix that? Which usually mm. I then can do in my classes or. Personally, at home or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mostly it, I just kind of try to treat it as a learning experience. Try to be better the next time. That is such a positive outlook. And um, if I did good and I still mm-hmm. didn't get the role, well, mm-hmm. then it's out of my hands. Right. I couldn't do anything about it anyway. So. Right. <laughs> wow. How.
0: how do you think you got to this place of being so optimistic and positive and self-reflective?
1: I don't think if you're doing this for a long time, I don't think you can help but be that way okay like you would think after uh years of sometimes i get it and sometimes i don't get it all of that kind of ups and downs of the acting Mm -hmm. you'd Mm -hmm. think there would be more of a sadness but i wouldn't i I Mm. wouldn't change this process for the whole the whole world i think i've become a stronger person because consistently putting myself out there out there for failure out there for failure Mm. and sometimes facing the failure Mm -hmm. and then it's not so bad Hmm. Or it's it's usually an opportunity, like I said to, to relearn and retool, and I think I've become a stronger person because of it. Yeah, And it's funny because I, I wouldn't say that uh, the experience has at all been negative. Uh, I would say every bad experience is actually turns out to be a positive in some way because I go after I mourn whatever it is that I lo- didn't get, I go, well, you can either stop, right? or you can figure out how to get past it. And then just doing that over and over and over and over again. It's so a learning. Yeah. You just by mm-hmm. the end you're just like okay. Yeah. That's how it is. That's the that's the job more than being on TV or winning an Oscar is the audition process.
0: Do you think that everything happens for a reason, and therefore every audition you do get, that's you know. Um... What am I trying to say? Every audition you do get, that's kind of a praise for all the hard work you've done. And every audition that you don't get is just another learning for you to take away and improve and self reflect and.
1: I don't think it's given to me, like I don't mm-hmm. think that it's predestined. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's how we should look at it. Mm-hmm. That it would that we should look at every opportunity as mm-hmm. a moment to learn and self reflect and change mm-hmm. and grow. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not I think that that was given to me as some reward, I don't. I don't think so. But mm. just that I would t- take it like that. I see. Yeah, that would be how I would choose to see it. Maybe not right away, but maybe the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very, <laughs> fair, maybe enough. Give myself a moment of, of anger and yeah. self righteousness, and then the next day <clears throat> I'll feel much better. <laughs>
0: yeah, You have to allow yourself to go through the motion of yeah. you know dealing with the situation. Well, that's how end. you get
1: stronger too.
0: Right. Absolutely. (laughs) And let me ask you this, because I I see you as a very strong and powerful woman. And (laughs) of course, well, that's why I have you on the show. Um, And there's a lot of people who are in school currently and aspiring to be actors. What advice would you give people who want to pursue this type of career, Mm -hmm. knowing all the steps you've gone through to get to where you are today?
1: First thing, try not to get in debt over it. I've seen people get in debt over headshots and classes oh okay you think it's an investment in my future but the investment to get your money back may take a very long time Mm, mm. that would be the most practical advice and then the second thing i guess is a phrase people use all the time and i've heard used all the time but it's very 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 true Mm -hmm. uh this is a marathon not a sprint mm. nobody does it quickly yeah and if you do mm-hmm. maybe there's some a lack of substance there i mean who knows mm-hmm. but uh that expect it to take some time and that that journey is what is the powerful thing because yeah. i think if i had gotten successful when i first started one i don't think i would have I, I don't think i was good enough but i don't think that i would have had such a rich experience with mm. it, but this this arc of the story of of trying and mm-hmm. living the dream and all the ups and downs yeah. of it—it's very rich. Yeah, and I think it should be savored in its own way. Mm. So that's really
0: solid, strong advice. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and my final question for you is: Is there anything you want to promote, up and coming, or um, projects that you've recently? Yes, you've recently I just
1: done? Uh, recorded. Uh, the series lead in a very funny adult uh, uh, cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have a release date yet, but hopefully that will happen soon. You mm-hmm. um, can check out my YouTube channel. Yeah, um, of course. My channel name is Miss, M-I-S-S, Julie Brett. I have a lot of videos, short films, web series, singing, all sorts of things that make mm-hmm. me me. Mm-hmm. And then my website is uh, juliebrett.org. Perfect. And that's yeah. B-R-E-T-T. B-R-E-T-T, Yes. Perfect. Well Julie, thank you so much for being on the show. It's so I fun. so appreciate your
0: time. <laughs> it was
1: fun. <laughs> thank
0: you. And thank you so much for joining us on strength and vulnerability.
1: Yay. <laughs> this was awesome. This was thank fun. you so much. Of course.